0: Hi everyone, welcome to, of course, China. Today we're here with a very special show, one-on-one with American Chinese comedian, Joe Wong. <music> Joe is doing now his Pearl River Delta, China, South China tour. Yesterday he did two shows in Shenzhen. Today he's just between the Chinese show in Dongguan, right here next door and he's going in an hour to go to do stand-up comedy in English and tomorrow he's doing two shows in Guangzhou. Joe, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time very, very much. Oh, thank you so much, Zeb. Yeah. Um, (coughs) How was the show? The Chinese? Uh, It was great, yeah. It was good. Mm -hmm. I heard a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, Is it new material?
1: Well, you know, it's a mix, you know. For every comic, it's like a mix of old and new jokes.
0: Have you done Chinese shows m- in many places in China?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've been touring since twenty thirteen.
0: Twenty thirteen. Yeah. All right. Okay. I want to start <coughs> by saying that, in my opinion, um, you're one of the greatest Asian comedian out there, especially because you've made it in the U.S. in English, and you've made it in China in Mandarin. I don't think there are many comedians that have, uh, that have made it like in two languages. Is am I? Correct.
1: Uh, y- well, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, a lot of it, I guess I was better known for doing both, but there there are other comedians for doing this right now. Two languages. The two languages. I think it's because there's so uh, a lot of Chinese learned English from very early on, you know, and uh, their English was really good, and they studied abor- abroad. So I always feel that. They're lear- using another language to tell jokes. It's probably the best way to learn a language. You know? All right. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn la- Did you learn more English through doing jokes? Uh, no, not really. Not me. But I'm <laughs> just saying others. others <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But after I, I started doing stand-up comedy, yeah, my English impo- improved a lot. Right. Yeah. Because I used to, you know, I, I took GRE and you know, I even memorized the dictionary a couple of times. Mm. So I used to use a lot of archaic words, okay. you know, like lugubrious or something. You know, people are like, what? You what know, this saying? guy is so so pretentious. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be friends with him anymore. You, know?
0: you just want to be better in English.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I just, it was kind of interesting uh, looking back that uh, I kind of assumed that Americans know every word in a dictionary. It, for some reason so i just keep using the words i learned from the dictionary but right. you know looks, most people don't know most of the words in the dictionary anyway right you
0: right <coughs> did you ever work on your english accent oh yeah i had did to you? yeah okay
1: um when i first went there sometimes they really ha- had a hard time understanding me mm. but it was, it was really tough, but I'm very grateful for a British friend of mine. Okay. He was from Liverpool. I still remember him. You know, he's a great guy. Once we had lunch together, this was in Texas. The waiter came over and said, oh, I want some water. The, the guy wrote water. The British guy said, I want some water. And then the Texas waiter was like, what do you want? <laughs> 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 I was like, great! This guy came from the country that invented English. It
0: made you feel? Uh, yeah, I was like, you felt a little better. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They understood me instead of the British guy. Right, so.
0: right. But I mean, accent can <clears> be good, <throat> right? It's more memorable. It's more.
1: It, yeah, but it was a huge hurdle for me because right. I couldn't. I just. I can't tell you how many people said to me, "Oh, you know." Uh, I'm just worried about your accent, mm-hmm. or even TV producers. Are like, yeah, I can understand your accent because I'm from New York. But those right. people in the Midwest, and right. they, right. You know, right. but who's just a little bit condescending because you know, uh, there are a lot of smart people in the Midwest, and right. I did comedy shows there. It was fine, but right. then, but a lot of the TV execs, they're like, oh, you know, I know ins- everything. You right, know, right, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: right. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that. So, so. You know, doing comedy in the U.S., in English, you know, and and in China, in Chinese, uh, which one is more challenging and which one is more rewarding?
1: Yeah, I think both are challenging in their own ways. Um, For for me to tell American jokes, that was a very rough start because I couldn't even understand the jokes in the beginning, even Mm. though my English was pretty good after eight years of staying in the U.S., when I actually went to a comedy show the first time, I could not under only understand the first, only have the jokes. Mm. And, <coughs> and that, but gradually I kind of got over that. And then I came to China. It's a completely different story because a lot of people knew me from TV. And they put me on TV shows. They were like, oh, you're a comedian. Why don't you tell us a joke? <laughs> And uh, they just, uh, for some reason, people assume you're funny and you're funny. And then I have to literally translate my jokes from English to Chinese on spot. Yeah, it, was, it was very, very tough. It work? Does it work? Some jokes work, some jokes won't. So uh, you tried and yeah, you, tried. you learned yeah, what works. Yeah, that's why uh, almost from since day one, I set foot in china i started to go to the clubs in beijing
0: beijing has more uh open mic clubs. oh no
1: Uh, when i back in 2013 there's one comedy club in beijing a city of 24 million people Mm -hmm. they have one show every week at most yeah so i i I showed up i started to promote the club on my uh, weibo account and i still remember uh like years later Uh, one guy said to me, hey, you know, do you know how did we start doing stand up comedy? I said, oh, how did you get started? He said, yeah, do you remember after one show, a group of us huddled together in a hutang, which is a small alley in Beijing, right next to a a dumpster. And we were asking you, hey, how were the shows run in America? And then you told us how the open mics were run, how the professional shows were run. And that's it. And now Beijing has six or seven different comedy now clubs. six and seven. Yeah, and then there's like at least a dozen shows every night.
0: So you have a hand in it. Uh, uh, what? You have a hand in it. Oh yeah, it. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty great.
1: happy. I actually, you know, made, kind of made a difference in the comedy scene here. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. Um, so so both are challenging, you'd say. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for you, as being like you're born in China, you you grew up in China, and you moved to the U.S. So. Um, Is any one of them more rewarding? Like, because I would think as a Chinese it was probably very rewarding to succeed in the US.
1: Yeah, especially after I got to roast the vice president of another country. And the president. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, no, yeah. Actually, he became the president. Right. So Kamala Harris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's next. Take right? a, yeah, take a hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe yeah. Biden became president 10 years after I roasted him. You know, yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe uh, yeah.
0: 2022 20, uh, again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so is it okay? It's, it's a similar thing? Is it different to write joke in Chinese and in English? What's the difference? How do you it's approach it?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been. I think I'm pretty diligent in terms of uh, writing jokes or scripts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I don't have a lot of talent. I just work really hard. Okay. I'm probably not hard enough, but, uh, but still mm-hmm. I work pretty hard. And uh, but after working in both languages for a while. The logic behind the jokes are exactly the same. There's no difference. Okay. Um, The only difference, uh, two differences, is basically uh, the, you know, of course, language is different and the cultural subcontext. Right. Like you know, subway jokes really works in in America because most people don't write. Public transportation, mm-hmm. but here jokes about buses and right. subways and trains, you know, gets a lot of laughs. Pay attention
0: to the culture.
1: Yeah, yeah. So right. the, the premise relate.
0: build a punchline. This is
1: it's the same, a yeah. similar thing.
0: Yeah, right. And you say you work hard on writing jokes. You're meaning, like, you set time to sit down and, and write jokes. Yeah. Do you, where do you take the inspiration from life? Or just, just
1: just from everyday life, you know, okay. my my feeling, my experience. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. You, I don't. I never. Uh, I never see you. Do you. Did you ever say the F word? I mean, I've never seen you like. Uh oh yeah. I, I never seen it like you, your comedy is quite clean. It's like is it yeah. intentional?
1: Yeah, it was intentional because I hang out in the comedy clubs a lot. Okay. And uh, eighty to ninety percent of the jokes are dick jokes or mm. you know jokes with cuss words in right. it. Right. After a while, I just I just uh, I'm just a little bit sick of it. Mm. Um, but I started to use it. Uh, after s- uh, like twenty eighteen, it's so basically after uh, uh, like America started to put immigrant kids mm. in cages. When you started getting angry. Yeah, th- I, then I just flipped. I was like, <laughs> "This is not America." You know, this America is fucked up. You know, I was like,
0: "How can you?" So you, uh, you y- let yourself go a bit. You get more angry.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, e- Ameri- "From that point, on it was like, America has no right to." accuse any other country of uh, committing human rights wow. viola- violations it's like what wh- look at what you're doing now <laughs> it's just like it's just unconscionable so okay so before <coughs> we go
0: into that uh, that part which i want to talk about mm-hmm. I, I just uh i want to i want to know more like um the, your beginning when did you start telling jokes were you funny as a kid was it natural
1: oh, I, I always i love humor and i liked you know traditional crosstalk sketches and uh, like you know even sitcoms you know they i still remember when i was in college i saw some american sitcom translated into chinese on tv which
0: one was that do you remember
1: i think it's either like uh growing up one um
0: growing pains or uh, growing pains okay
1: but uh. i didn't know i only watched it for 5 minutes okay but then i was like wow this is great form you know you got a situation people telling funny mm-hmm. things and uh but i always felt that when I'm at home uh, at school, I am not the funniest guy. I was never the funniest guy. You know, mm-hmm. my classmates are funnier. You know, my classmates they would, like they would taunt other people and just <laughs> and then when they try to beat him up, he just spits on them and run away. Everybody thought that guy was hilarious. You but know? you
0: wanted to be that guy?
1: <clears throat> no, I, I don't want to be that guy but but you know, we're friends. Yeah, I would never imagine myself being a funny person. Okay. Yeah.
0: <coughs> okay so um so how did it start how did you start doing stand-up I mean I think was it Boston or uh, yeah, in Boston uh, h- how how yeah
1: a couple of reasons one is uh, I just wanted to broaden my horizon at the time I tried uh, like uh, shooting some guns uh, try y- something new right? in terms of the yeah, new yeah. and then I tried stand-up comedy and uh, of course it, I bombed like heavy right almost other uh, new comedian but then I still want to do it again. And it's always my theory that uh, if you try something and fail, and you still want to do it, that okay. might be your calling. Right, right. Yeah, that's one reason. Another reason is um, the workplace is pretty r- rough for Asian Americans, or Asian immigrants especially, like myself. Uh, I work really hard. You know, I, I got the only patent in my company. But I was never promoted. I worked there for almost eight years or nine years. But I just feel that in comedy, it's more fair. You tell a joke, they either laugh or not laugh. <laughs> no, there, there's no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no bamboo ceiling. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You know? so, but right. that's what I thought. But th- th- there is a ceiling as so well. So you continue. Yeah.
0: All right, so we were talking about uh, you starting out uh, in Boston, right? Yeah. And uh, th- let me say, I noticed that in China, stand-up comedy is referred to as talk show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with that? It's a misnomer that's probably too late to correct. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. I
0: mean, it kind of makes sense. It's a talk show. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a talk, it's
1: a show. But, but on the other hand, yeah, yeah the English is word is kind of ridiculous stand-up comedy you know right you can't do this sitting yeah. down I, I, I would do a do, stand-up it's like, what you know
0: probably talk show it makes more sense right yeah last year when you came here to Dongguan it was yeah. the first time I noticed people say oh you have a talk show and I'm like what we don't have, we have stand-up comedy yeah talk show so they, they don't
1: know what, what stand-up is you so know? what
0: is a talk show in China <laughs>
1: Yeah, talk, talk show, show is both. It's both live stand-up comedy show and, uh, you know, the Oprah-style right, show. Right. It's so both a it talk, talk show. Yeah, yeah. And
0: your show on CCTV, mm-hmm. e- you do jokes?
1: Yeah, it's more like a a variety show. You know, it's, it, it I do start with, you know, probably eight or ten jokes. And then we will do some kind of investigation, you know, like, is it true that uh, there's more bacteria in ice cubes in fast food restaurants than in toilet water?
0: So it's N- funny and serious?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's both. Um, so it was the rating was really high for a, l- for a while. But then now nobody watches TV anymore. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but if you go to like, uh second tier cities. Like even even when I mean in mm-hmm. Shenzhen, I can still get recognized by people. I'm right. just surprised people still watch it. But then there's still, you know, people who like my parents' generation, they still just watch yes. a lot of TV. all,
0: all the people definitely, right? Yeah, they watch yeah. TV. yeah. But they don't put it online? Like it's not on Weibo which, and all of that. Which
1: I think it's a shame. You know, they should have put it online years ago, you know.
0: I like all the show in the U all the shows in the US they're all, I know. all online. But right?
1: then yeah, but then that show just you have to go to a specific website. Uh-huh. And the website is ah, okay. not that popular. I wish that they can just, you know, wh- whoever wants like to put it, post yeah. it, do it, you know. All right, I see. Yeah.
0: All right. So so what the first you moved to the US in 1994? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what made you I mean you went to do your PhD, right?
1: Oh yeah. I, but, I wanted uh, to be was a it a long
0: plan like you wanted to go to the US? Oh
1: yeah, or? yeah, cuz fr- America is the best place for biochemistry. It's amazing. You look at the Nobel Prize winners. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, most of the winners are Americans. And it doesn't matter if the physics category or chemistry category. I would say 90% of them is related to ke- biochemistry. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, if you look at the resume, they don't even have to come from elite schools. Sometimes just state college. Oh they really? have Nobel Prize winners. Yeah. Wow. Like UCLA or University of Washington. Or the school I went to like Rice University, tiny school.
0: So you were really into that oh, subject? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. At that uh, time. Yes. And uh, <coughs> did you, it's like was it tough to your parents send you to the US? Like Oh
1: no, they're quite happy. Finally, he's gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I mean, money-wise and stuff like that, it's it's it must be hard, right?
1: Yeah, but then all they had to do was uh, uh, no, they they don't. I borrowed my borrowed my uh, borrowed money from a friend of mine who was already in the U.S. They oh, paid okay. for my ticket. Okay. And my parents just have to come up with the money so I can return it to okay. them, and that's it. Because I, I got a scholarship. From Rice University, right? Ah, you got a scholarship. Yeah. So, so at least I can uh, right. s- live off of that. Yeah.
0: And you went to Rice University. Yeah. Did many people make jokes about that?
1: Not until I was in Boston, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Rice is the <laughs> is the world's best university in Texas.
0: Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because yeah. in Texas, people really love that school, and nobody would think another thought about it. But th- only outside of the. State of Texas, people are like, ah, <laughs> you're Asian. <laughs> you're wearing rice university. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did they have a lot of rice there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, h- how were the first the first years in in the U.S.? Were, were they good?
1: The it's it's great, but then it was tough for uh, the first year or two. Okay. Just because I was a very popular guy in China. Like when I was I- talking, like in the lobby downstairs, you look students on the second or third floor of the dorm would come out, say hi, you know, it's just, I just feel that everybody loved me. Okay. But when I was in the U.S., you know, I can't communicate, you know, when I went to Chinese Academy of Science, my, my organic chemistry is 100, you know, it's a full score. But then when I was in the U.S., I don't know how to speak, say those uh, mm. chemicals in English. Mm. I just, people thought, oh, this guy is really you know, he's not that great, or just, right. like, oh, it's really, very tough, and, yeah. and so ma- you know. Learning curve. Yeah, learning curve. So the first long. couple
0: of years were hard. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were learning a lot of English through that.
1: Yeah, yeah. and right. also, people they feel, oh, he's English. Even though I started to make friends, they still feel your English is not good enough for certain activities right. with them. Right. They're like, oh, when they play role-play games, they won't, won't include me or something, mm. you know. But I kind of understand, it takes probably another level of English, right. but I also feel, oh man, this sucks. I don't want to try another culture again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm connected with a lot of uh, local people here in Dongguan that studied abroad. There are a lot of people here. There is an association, Dongguan uh, f- uh, Overseas Scholars Association, right? It's a big one, and I uh, they have uh, every year, uh, you know, some anniversaries and, and they do a lot of stuff, and it seems. That almost a hundred percent right now of, of Chinese people studying abroad come back to China I, is, that, is that something that you see and, and why I mean really almost all of them come back to China
1: Well, I think you're in Guangdong it's mm-hmm. a pretty advanced province mm-hmm. uh, you know the GDP of, of Guangdong province is higher than Russia you know it's just, uh, it, it, it's different here because. Students know they're going to have a better opportunity here.
0: They want to come back.
1: Too. Yeah, but there's still a lot of uh, uh, Chinese students who stayed in America. <coughs> if you
0: so a lot of so you do see people staying yeah. there. Yes, but here in Dongguan, I really see a lot of them coming back here. I guess also mm. a lot of them come from family businesses and oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's the opportunity. There's right? a lot
1: more uh, businesses and uh, like. Economic activities here to to be to make it's, it more a li- it's a little
0: funny because a lot of time I meet them, I meet someone and they speak English not so good, uh-huh. and uh, and then I discovered they actually studied four years in Texas or, yeah. or UK or mm-hmm. somewhere, and they don't speak English that well. But, I mean, <laughs> I understand why, I mean, this is like five years ago, they graduated in the past five years, they, they did not speak any English. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that's kind of, uh, of something interesting that I see here.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, once you stop using a language, you, right. you just gradually forget it. You right,
0: um, so, okay, I want to ask you, you are American now? Yeah, yeah. But you're Chinese,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. Okay, so you're both, right? Yep. Okay. Um, And where do you feel home? Where do you feel at home
1: more? Oh, um, honestly, I even say this on stage. You know, my problem is I really love both countries. Uh, Sometimes I I feel that America is like my wife. And China is like my mom. Mm -hmm. And now they don't get along. (laughs) As a a married person, you probably know how that feels. Yes, yes. I... It's a weird thing that I don't have any relatives who's in the u s you know all right. my parents, my uh, family is, uh, they're all in China, so China has always been my home and uh, and I also had my spent my formative years in America, so you know it's hard for me to pick. I think okay. ideal situation would be. Ideally, I can you know spend half my time here and half my time there, but it's kinda so kind of impossible. You're kind of a
0: Uyghur in China now, no? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're yeah. both in both. Yeah, both, yeah. both home, both Uyghur. Yeah, w-
1: when people get mad at me m- get mad at me in China, yeah. they will say to me, "Hey, go back to America." Yeah. It's like, oh wow, <laughs> I'm getting some white privilege here yeah. in China. <laughs> <laughs> so All right, so we're <laughs> gonna
0: take a very short break, yeah. and we come back soon. Okay. And we are back with Joe Wang. So Joe, um, so you've been more and more vocal about uh, anti-Asian racism in the U.S. And I'm a Jewish person mm-hmm. in China. Yeah. Every day I face positive racism.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because Chinese people love Jewish people. Yeah. And you know how hundreds of times I sat in a taxi and where are you from? Mm-hmm. Italy, uh, yeah. I'm from Israel. Oh, you're a tyrant? Oh. Yes. Oh, you're very Toming, very uh, very smart uh, yeah I, I like to say I kind of like it and hate it at the same time I know because it's generalization I always say uh, half half of Israel is stupid believe me you know
1: uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's still people in every race exactly you know, to, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: exactly so uh, have you personally felt any racism in the US
1: oh yeah well what you said is kind of like stereotypes, you know, that's, uh, that's something I wasn't prepared for. You know, the, uh, my host family lady was like, first time she saw me, she's like, please don't laugh at my math, pro- uh, math abilities. <laughs> I was like, hmm, ah. how did she you know I was good at math? You know, but, but that's kind of you know, benign, you know. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, but there are other things um, I noticed over the years um, but I always thought it's going to change by the time I grow up or something, by the time I graduate or by the time I work right. or have a family. Right. But then it just never changed, you know. Um, like, people, when people use the N-word, it's a big outcry. Right. But when people say those uh, Asian slurs, for some reason they can get away with it. Hmm. And, uh, like,
0: People still say them, but the N-word is like really, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. even like talk show hosts like Rosie O'Donnell or uh, they still Bill say Maher. Mm. You no, know, even if they say the N-word, they will apologize the next day like a baby. And they were right. like, oh, I'm so sorry. But if they use the, uh, like Bill Maher even used the word, uh, oh, he's the head chink. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when the Chinese protested, he just refused to apologize. Mm. He said it's Ever. okay. Yeah, he said it's okay. Or Rosie O'Donnell. He apologized. Oh, I heard it's a bad word. I know it's bad. I'm sorry. But I might say it again. That's just how my brain works. It's hmm. just like, hey, you know, you the want reasoning. me to say sorry? I, I'm, I'm saying sorry, but just get, just, you right, know, right, just get, right. get, get get off. So it's still happening. Uh, yeah, it's still happening and and I kind of understood the the situation because when I s- first started talking about the, the racial hierarchy in America, a white guy even threw water at me, just because they were so uncomfortable listening to an Asian guy talking about race. Just, just totally unacceptable to them. Right. And uh, now I kind of understand, because this was a recent event. There are some Chinese Trump supporters demonstrating on the street mm-hmm. and there's a white Trump supporter telling them you go back to China <laughs> and then the Chinese guys like, that's racism and the guy said racism is what white people did to black people <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all like uh, yeah. it's out of control, I yeah. Mean, it's like yeah, but ridiculous then,
1: but what he said is actually what was on a lot of people's mind when, when that's why when some Asians brought up racism against Asians, w- like white people and black people. They got really mad. It was like, "What are you talking about? You know, just get out of here!" You know, <laughs> not you two. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh-huh. you know. uh-huh. So you,
0: you've you've seen this in the last years, and yeah. it keeps happening.
1: Yeah, th- yeah. Th- 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 uh, and first, uh, th- you know, uh, of course, uh, you always have people on the street calling your names. That's fine. But then, uh, back in I remember this was 2012. You know. Uh, uh, what was his name? This veteran comedian just, he just called me like Chinaman from stage, hmm. and then afterwards he came to me. He realized something was off. Then he said to me, "Oh, it's okay, right, Joe?" I said, "No, it's not cool, man." Uh, yeah, it was Gary Goldman. Now I remember it. Oh, okay. And then he's like, "That's cool, man." And I said, "No, it's not cool. You know, this why why you you." No, not to say the N word, you keep saying like Chinaman. Right. And he said, oh, that's a funny word everybody uses.
0: So how do you know what, so like, you know, what is racist, what is not? Yeah, I know. It's hard to...
1: That's, no, that's, that's why. But everybody knows Chinaman is a racist word term, at least in Boston. Mm -hmm. And... um, and this is smoke. Com- I, I didn't. I didn't
0: know. I don't know. Oh. I'm not using this word, but yeah. but, you but you didn't, it's grow, up up not no, didn't yeah, grow up in America, No, I didn't. grow up Yeah, that's the thing.
1: Every American knows this it's is a, a, a bad word. word. Yeah, it's a racist word. Right. But then he wouldn't admit it, and then we had this fight. And it's a very close-knit community in Boston. The comics, the comedians would say to him, "Oh, I heard you had a fight with uh, Gary Goldman." ha <laughs> ha ha. And then that's it. <laughs> Nobody would say he was right. wrong or right. I was right, no one said it. Right. Uh, that's just two lessons I learned. One is uh, if you're Asian, you brought racism, you get people mad. Mm. Two is uh, if you fight against it, you're on your own. Uh. And, uh, and that was 2012. And even like, my close friend said, oh, I just let it go. And I didn't let it go. I didn't make big fuss about right. it. And until this year, 2020, uh, February 15th, I did another show in, in LA. This guy was seeing Chen Kang stage, a white comedian. Mm-hmm. And then I was standing backstage. Three other white comedians were laughing backstage. I, just, I was packing up. I did my set already. I was ready to go. I was like, hey, this is not right. And uh, I just went over there. I said, oh, this is not right, man. Why is he seeing Chen Kang stage? And the three white comedians all said to me, "Oh, Joe, it's funny. You should know the context.
0: Just chill, you know." Uh, yeah.
1: So, the only thing that makes me madder than someone saying "ching" is people telling me it's not racism. Uh, and the rule of thumb in America is uh, if a white guy tells you, that's not racism. It's racism. Yeah, it usually is, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: because, it, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I think it is hard to know. I mean, I, yeah, uh, everything you said, I wouldn't know. I mean, you said I didn't grow up in America, yeah. yes. But, yeah. but, but, well, a lot of people in America didn't grow up in America. That's also, Yeah, you know?
1: but that's a, still a relatively small percentage. Right, yeah, like yeah.
0: the N-word, everybody knows yeah. all over yeah. the world. all over
1: the world. <laughs> that's that's, why, uh, that's w- why I was really mad, because you know, people don't even know uh, what right. is offensive to right. Asians. That's right. why I started to tell right. tell people the the seven Asian slurs now. Okay, on stage. so there
0: is there should be like oh yeah, yeah, I, what I, is offensive. yeah, what
1: is offensive? Please don't call us this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Asian people could say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the best way. And you know, like, um, um, yeah. So we had someone in the in the podcast actually. He's opening for you <laughs> today and mm-hmm. last time too. Mm-hmm. We spoke about black people. And and someone was saying that uh, it's not nice that Chinese people say, uh, Mm. hey, hey Ren. Yeah. And then I said, but we say black people. Yeah. You know, so it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. When Chinese people say hey Ren, I don't think that's derogative. okay No, you don't think so. Well, well, of course, I have to ask. Is it okay to say
0: black people in the US? Oh, yeah. White people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I say white people all the time.
1: Yeah. In China, in
0: relation to Asian, I say white people. Is that okay
1: oh yeah yeah right but look like, i used to be very careful i say african americans mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. my uh black friends they say hey come on you can just say black this is fine you know right so yeah right. I, I go with with uh what black people say you know they have the ultimate say right <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, so yeah we need
0: we need to know i need to know from yeah. people like you what yeah. shouldn't i uh, call you. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Asian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then, I mean, I should
1: respect that. Yeah. People
0: should be respectful. Right.
1: Yeah. You, you should just call me the virus. China virus, yeah.
0: yeah. All right, so we're almost done here. I just want to ask you you are father of a 13 year old Chinese boy
1: mm-hmm.
0: in America, and I'm the father of a 13 year old American mm. girl born in China.
1: Mm, mm. Oh. Yes. Well, how does that work?
0: Yes. So my, my girl, she's American. She was born here in Dongguan. But then. But she's still American, she doesn't get a Chinese.
1: Oh, is your but wife also American? My
0: wife is American, oh, right? Okay. My wife yeah. is American. So, but you, your son, he has American citizenship, yeah, right? Yeah. But he's a Chinese you know, yeah. descent, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, the comparison, where do you think it's, it's better or advantages and disadvantages of growing up in China of today, mm-hmm. I'd say, yeah. in the USA?
1: Oh, um... I just feel it really depends, And mm-hmm. you know. It depends on the person. I always feel that in an ideal world, I believe that it should be a human right to choose the country that fits a person. Mm-hmm. That's the ideal world, and I always feel that the racism in America is not a domestic issue. Mm-hmm. It's actually an international issue. When Trump calling another country a shadow country, mm-hmm. people are gonna look down on, you know, person. Uh, whose ancestors came from that country. Right, right. I think it's a, it's a world problem. Uh, uh, we should really promote the idea that the countries are equal. Right. The next step is uh, right. are the races are equal, individuals are equal. That without countries being equal, I just don't think American or any country can ever get rid of racism, you know? Right, so, right. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> all right. So, I think that's all the time we have today. Oh, okay. you, you have a show very yes, right? soon. Yes, I would so love really to starting. talk to you <laughs> yeah. for hours more, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to take more of your time. You should rest a little bit. I can hear them, right? Yeah. Um, and this was, of course, China. We were here with Joe Wang today. Yeah. And if you like what you saw, please give us a like and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back in Dongguan again. So, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come back. See Joe.
1: Yeah. If you miss this time, Remember next time. Yeah, If you miss next time, <laughs> and yeah. you just don't like me <laughs> <laughs> All right. OK. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Thanks. Thanks, Jim.